The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Yeah! What's up? It's the greatest podcast in the world, the Mike and Dr. Drew show. Yeah. Hey, everybody. How are you? Thank you for uh, subscribing or downloading our podcast. We love it. We love this. Uh, we love this listener base because it's. I mean, I feel like you get a little bit. You get to know people a little bit more on the podcast, even though we don't take callers. Oh, for sure. Okay, let me rephrase. I feel like people get to know us a lot more. Yes. Than than they do on Loveline, even though we're pretty yeah, transparent. Podcasts are, are much more. I don't know. You have much more time to develop things. I got a lot to talk about. I actually brought in stuff for this podcast as opposed to just going, hey, Drew, what do you want to talk about? Because <laughs> um, I, I, I want to ban- – you know, lately on our podcast, Drew, you and I have started talk to talk about a, some more substantive substantive kind of issues. Yeah. You know, we've been talking about politics, politics economy, racial issues, things like that. <laughs> and people seem to be responsive to it. Um, so I brought in some things that I just want to kind of bounce off you and get your opinion on. Before we do, before we get yeah, to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to talk about your Baba Booey. Yeah, I rocked, I rocked the uh, Dr. Drew on call yeah, world. So at the end of the HLM show, we're going out to commercial, and all of a sudden, Baba Booey! No, 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 going out to, out of to the end. end of the show. Yeah. I know, but it was, it was out to the next show. And then Mike just perfectly timed, Baba Booey! Perfectly clear, yeah, Baba clear. Booey! And, uh, and God damn it, if 12 hours later they didn't air it on Stern Show, that's that's a fast turnaround on a Baba Booey. Yeah. Usually, like look a couple weeks later, they show up, or a couple months later. Yeah, I, I had some assumptions. I figured that JD Harmeyer and like the other media guys, yeah. and tapes guys, yeah, they probably have a collection of other dudes that email right. them or tweet them. Right, you know? that's right. They, they, I think that's right. That yeah. must be. So right. either way, but they caught it, and then Howard played it. And did he play it, or it? they play it during the news, the commercial news things? You know, no, sometimes... they played it. Uh, they played it. Uh, did he? Pay, did show. he air a whole bunch of Baba Booey? I don't know. I don't. I didn't personally I didn't hear, hear it. it. Um, damn it! I got to listen. But I, my phone and uh, my phone, my email and my Twitter exploded <laughs> with people like, "I just heard your Baba Booey. Oh, you just Baba Booey'd on Stern. He just talked about you. Blah blah blah." That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. It was a solid one. That's good. Um, anyway, so there we go. What do you th- like? What do you think the life is for presidential children? The life is like life? I'd be like I'd be more. I, we'll I can't at, believe they, at, uh, I can't believe they haven't made like a book or not a book, but at least like a really more like a documentary where they talk to the living presidential children. Well, like I'd be fascinated to talk about that. I shit. went to college with Julie Nixon Eisenhower and David Eisenhower. Did you really? Yeah, they well they were just graduating as I was coming in, and they were normal, you know. And then I'm, I'm not saying they're going to be insane. And, and I just, uh, what's her name that's on the Today Show now? The Bush daughter. She seems cool, right? Yeah. yeah they, you know what though? Like they all like. I'm really shocked there hasn't been more Chelsea fuck rocking it, right? There hasn't been more fuck ups that are president. It's amazing. Yeah. it's sort of sort of weird. Yeah. Chelsea rocking it, right? Doing well, Chelsea great? Clinton's like the the epitome of doing right? great stuff. It, I mean, I don't know what presidential children mm-hmm. were like prior to my generation, but for my generation, Chelsea Clinton's like a glittering. Teddy example. Roosevelt had a few, fu- a couple of fuck ups, if I remember right. Did he? Yeah, but that's, of all people, I, well, he was, but he was brutal. I mean, you, you know, what a mean? mean guy. Yeah, not not mean, but no, just a bulldozer. You know, I, what I'm even in his uh, authorized autobiography and biography, yeah. he's at times mean. But it his was son kind of, committed suicide. I think if I remember right. Yeah. After the uh, the the ill fated trip down the uh, the Amazon, this is my question. This is my line of questioning. Yeah, it seems like kids of parents in the spotlight with incredibly demanding jobs, mm. NFL coaches, yeah, uh, high ranking military, um, chief of police, is that whatever, matcha? 
This is green tea, but it's not matcha. I got that. Here, I brought you some though. Oh, this one, this that's a that's good stuff, man. In in a is it a powder or is it a no? It's a pat satchet, mm, a packet. I'm ready. But that's high end green tea, man. It's good I'm ready. Shit. I'm ready. Anyway, but you you notice these kids of like I said, NFL coaches or uh, uh, political figures, um, high ranking military. A lot of times their kids are fucked up because yeah. by nature of their by virtue of their job, they can't parent. Right, they're not around apparently. And, and I guess, I mean, at most you only get eight years to do it. But what if you're like Barack Obama? It's it's in the formative years, you know, like his yeah. eight years are going to be right. But in it's the- it's proof positive you can have very busy life and still parent. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Well, I I know you can, even though I'm not yeah. a parent yet, because you can have the busiest life in the world and still use drugs. Yeah. So if you can do that, right. like it's all about your motive. It's all really where your motives are. Yeah. If you're really motivated to do something, it doesn't matter how busy you are. You'll forego sleep. Yeah. You'll forego. It's sort of sex. amazing how much you can do if you're motivated to do something. Yeah. So when people say I'm too busy to go to the gym, I'm too busy to parent, they're just not motivated to do whatever it is. Yeah. The sort of the the what they're doing tells you the whole story. Because I would forego anything to get drugs back in the day. Yeah. You know anything? I do. I would not sleep or i would wake up early or do whatever i needed to do to get my hands on some whiskey yeah. to get my hands on some sure. you know what i'm saying yeah i'm sure um so that was like i guess you're right i mean and say what you want about his politics or what you view him however you view barack hussein obama as a president i feel and this is total speculation because i don't really know yeah but i feel like he's a pretty solid husband and dad yep he seems like you know he like, seems like it. that seems like a really good solid presidential family i agree i totally the whole, agree all, the whole unit completely you know? agree yeah um speaking of stern and the baba buoy yeah i uh become obsessed with amy schumer lately something's wrong with me she's pretty awesome she's very awesome i, yeah. I love her first season show i can't wait for the second oh yeah there were some scenes on uh, Inside Amy Schumer, which is her show, coming back for, on Comedy Central, I believe, next week. Oh, there so were happy. some scenes on season one of that were like Chappelle show. Laugh level. out loud. Yeah, Laugh like, out like, loud. Ah! Like, I mean, hitting the pillows yeah. if yes. there's no one around. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm somebody. She's somebody I want to meet. I, you know, it's strange, new- too, how Comedy Central works in that some shows that are just amazing don't seem to pick up steam or do anything. Yeah. And others catch on you know like Kroll show is great and is amazing it's and on. i know yeah but and and she, inside amy schumer it seems to but like the sarah silverman show was fucking bananas it was yeah. so good and it yeah. just never and there was another one they were promoting with the two girls i forget what it's called now even it, it, it and it was one cup it, two girls one cup is no it, wasn't no. it was funny and, and but it just wasn't mm. Mm. There's a lot of shows that are funny though yeah like there's certain shows that were i i thought trailblazing yeah. and then they just don't do it and then other shows, it's man, they 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 hit, you know. Like, like I think Sarah Silverman's show was the the perfect example of a show that was just genius and didn't work out. I don't. Mm. Not weird. I mean, either that or or I, I believe the lion share of people don't have my sensibility, you know, because because I'd watch it and be just transfixed, but then some people maybe don't like it. You know, I, I feel like Comedy Central right now is killing with the kind of college age kind of bro meant like the party animal thing, like the workaholics, Amy Schumer. Mm. So maybe Sarah Silverman's just a little too, too esoteric yeah, and too heady. out there, you know? Because it's fucking out there. There's so much good comedy on TV. Louie, I love. Just love. Yeah, it comes back in May. Oh. Yeah. And then, oh, Jesus Christ. Comics are a funny group, man. How's Having, that? getting a lot more. Because uh, uh, my only real friend friends, I have a lot of friends of the show. Yeah. Through Love Line. I have a lot of people that I could consider like, oh, we're definitely... We like each other and yeah. respect each other, and we could hang out. Yeah, but we're not friends. Like who? 
but there are some people who are my friend yeah. who I got to know through through Loveline. Yeah. And th- my only real friends outside of show business that I've made through show business are comics. Mm. And and now with my wife's new upcoming NBC show, the entirety of the cast besides Bianca is com- stand-ups. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris being the well, most the women famous. are stand-ups, though. No, yeah, but, but, but Briga and Eva aren't... Uh, uh, comedic actresses. No, but they're not. They're not major players on the show. Oh, they, they're re- reoccurring. Okay. Um, Bianca's like a a, a character, a, yeah, a yeah. main character, and and all other main characters are are comics. Um, every one of them. By the way, we're soon going to put up a if your wife approves the funniest video of your wife of all time. Yeah, I nailed it by it's so. Funny. I don't know why I thought to video it, but it, I was just laughing so hard. Oh my god! And of she her, killed it of her retching at some of the pictures that Mike routinely sends out to all of us. Yeah, by the way. and Oliver Hudson, a co-star, ironically of her past show Rules of Engagement. <clears throat> Oliver's a good dude, by the way. I like yeah. Oliver a lot. I miss uh, that. That's one of the biggest fallouts of her of Rules of Engagement not filming anymore. Is that I don't get to see Ollie all the time. Mm-hmm. And Spade, David Spade was such a nice guy, man. He was such a nice and like enjoyable person to be around. Um, anyway, so I, all these guys I get to know now, and I get to get like a real inside look at not not like hey Jim Jeffries invited Dr. Drew and I to go backstage, not hey Brad Williams said come by my show. I mean like a real like the day in and day out life of a stand up, and it's a funny group because. You have to be, and I, I don't mean that as a pun, like funny, haha. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a curious Peculiar. group of people, and and I think you almost have to be much like radio personalities, yeah. much like doctors. Yeah. Whenever you do something that's really, ex- it's an extreme way of life to stand up by yourself and just have people look at you, entertain, for and, an hour and, and, and half. travel the world to do it. I know. Um, it's strange, and uh, and I think, and this is this is my theory, things that take the most. Skill and talent. The the people in life who have the most narrow kind of skill set and that is it's hardest to achieve what they achieve. They are the most territorial and and kind of protective of each other. Protective, not protective. uh, Territorial and 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 pissy with each other. Yes, yes. Doctors. Yeah. Well, because they're all everyone's an expert. My point being yeah. is that whenever uh, professional athletes, yeah. no, professional athletes don't bro out. Yeah, I know we all like to dream of a world where fucking Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio hang out after a game and so. When you're excellent at something yeah. and it's a very narrow skill set, like only a small percentage of people who have ever walked the face of the yeah, earth can yeah, do it. I get it. You're a stand-up comedian. You're a, a rock star. You're a doctor. You're a, 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 a trial attorney. Like you don't. Like you're not into your peers. Yeah. You're not into your fucking. And uh, and I and and it's strange to watch it. You Some know of it saying? is you're so harsh on yourself when you're next yeah. like that. Then you start being that way towards your peers, and they don't dig it. Or or you you go through that phase, and then you get so good at what you do, and you stay so good at what you do for a long enough period of time that you're over it. Like you, you're a there's you're, that too. You're, I a, think, you're yeah. a Belzer or a, you want uh, to get away from that, do something or different. A, you know Brenner, who unfortunately no, just passed no, away. No, but you want to. You get so good. I've heard Rogan talk about it. He's like, you know, I, after 20 years of touring, you that famine mentality of like, well, I don't want this guy to succeed because he he gets in my way. That goes away because like like what do I? It inspires me when people are good comics, yeah. not it pisses me off. But also, you want to get away from this thing you're so absorbed in. Yeah, and do something different. Be around yeah. different kind of people. I th- and listen. I've never been a stand-up, so I, I, I'm just throwing well, that out there think as a about, theory. Think about stand-up, how weird it is that a stand-up will stand up there for an hour and 15, an hour and a half yeah. by him or herself, yeah. 
That's the same duration of a major rock concert. Or a motion picture. Or a motion picture or a play where an entire cast will get up there and entertain you. This one person is going to hold your attention and keep you. I got to be honest. Think about that. I got to be honest. I wouldn't. I haven't done stand up not because I don't think I could be good at it. I think I could, you know, if I. Because my ability to write comedy has been proven to be good by my use of jokes, my jokes that I've written for that other comics have actually used with my with my approval. Yeah. But. And I've written certain things here and there in little bits, and, you know, for TV and for radio. And, stuff. Uh, and so I feel like, man, I should get up there and try it. I honestly don't believe that I would want to listen to myself for that long. So I don't, my motivation. Well, I know that feeling, but to, to get over that. Because I lose sight of talking like an, yeah, yeah. an idiot on I don't, the podcast. I don't, think, I don't think that's a viable reason not to get on the up. Podcast, I think everybody on a radio that show, I actually get in a zone where I don't even realize I'm talking. Right. I understand that. And I don't think I could hit that with, with comedy, it, with, with stand-up. Let me tell you why. Because it's a contrived thing. You have to plan out what you're going to say and do. And I can't do that for an hour. Yeah. With, with, I can't do that. I'm sure I could. Couple I things. can't do that, but I wouldn't buy into it. Couple, I wouldn't believe in things. myself. Uh, you don't have to do that. I mean, Corolla never does that. Yeah. And he and I would do hours, 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 hours. Yeah, but he, but he does that. Because he has a partner on stage. He, when he goes by himself, well, he has he does sort of his podcast. Right. Thing. And yeah. when he when so you, you, get, you get Ball Brian up there, you get you, yeah. you get at least he has someone to bang it. And I could do that all day. Right. It, if you and I right now right. said, Hey, we're not doing Love Line tonight. We're in, in thirty minutes you're gonna go to the to the Nokia theater and there's gonna be uh, twelve thousand people there and you and Dr. Drew are just gonna riff. I'd be like, done. Yeah, we could do that. We'll crush. Right. And and I think that would give you the confidence to be able to stand there by yourself. But it is a really, really interesting experience to Engage with an audience, a live audience like that. Now you've done it with like TED talks and stuff. That's know? very different. Still, that's different. I, I mean, I give talks all over in different kinds of talks to doctors and colleges, and all kinds of different groups. Yeah. and every audience is different. I mean, I that, you think I did at UCLA a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was about twelve hundred professionals. Huge room. Yeah. huge. Scared the shit out of me. But and and I can't believe I talked for like an hour and fifteen minutes. I can't believe it. I know what the hell did I talk about for an hour? I, I watched Jim Jeffries for an hour and a half, and I feel like he like talked about a thousand things. I can't remember what the hell I talked about for fifteen minutes. Do you want to know mm-hmm. what the uh, the biggest problem in this country is? Okay, because you and I have been talking about this stuff, and I and I think that you just nailed it. You're like really like the, this strange, unique lifestyle of being a comic. You hit it right on the head. It's just like that's it's for them, and that's their thing. Yeah. Uh, so I want to move on to what I've identified to be the biggest problem in this country. All right. It's that because social consciousness was like a stream, a thin little stream, like almost like a water hose. Social consciousness. Like the idea of what is current and popular and important, it was like a, like a hose. You, you mean, mean uh, what we're tapped into as a society? You mean tapped into like in media, media and art? And current that events, current art, events. music. Yeah. Uh, it was a manageable that, Anything stream. that could come through social consciousness, our, our consciousness as a society. Yeah, not you sort of could find it in the paper every right. week on Sundays. That was like a like a hose. Yeah. Now with 500 channels and the internet, it's like a like a, a waterfall, right? And when you have a like a like tsunami, like Niagara Falls. fucking tsunami. And yeah. when you have that Niagara Falls tsunami, whatever it may be, everything gets diluted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except stuff. And, that, except the shit that Bowie buoys up out of the waterfall. Yeah. Exceptionally buoyant. Amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Wait, so wait, really good thing. stuff. But comes unfortunately, out. we don't get to see things that buoy to the top. We only get like like uh eighty pound pieces of shit trash that filter to the bottom. And everything that makes popular kind of movements yeah. 
is the least important thing in the world. Right. When it comes to racism, the only type of things that in 2014, it's not 68 Birmingham. In 2014, the only things in the civil rights movement that get any press are the most meaningless, superficial bullshit thing in the world. Therefore, when it comes to gay rights, the only things that make a make a waves are the most insignificant bullshit, nothing to do well, that, with the I gay mean, rights. But you could apply that to just about every topic. I mean, things are watered down. Right, but it wasn't that way even just 15 years ago. Like, <sighs> if you wanted to have a real debate on medical marijuana, on on pollution, on listen. When you when I was a kid, I'm not talking the fucking uh, you know Teddy Roosevelt in office. When I was a kid in the 80s and 90s, they're like, "Look, this is serious. There's a lot of air pollution. It's getting worse than Mexico City and China. We got to do something." And lo and behold, ten years later, air air in Los Angeles was like 90 percent better. Yeah, but nowadays, if you want to talk about uh, no, no, environmental people, pollution, yeah. you want to talk about uh, 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 you want to talk about. The polar ice caps melting and, and potential for for climate change and, and sea Did rise. Did we talk about this? You none of none of the actual important facts get focused on. It all gets bogged down with like ideologues and pundits right. throwing out the most insignificant shit ever. Right. You know, it's all tell. It's all bites. Like you know? hobby. Sh- what's that hobby shack or whatever? Yeah, I want to talk about that. What? Their Hobby Lobby. It's this huge company. I guess it's a, a chain of stores that you you buy like RC cars and models. You know, yeah, hobby there's stuff. one on Hill Street. Yeah. They're they're not going to they're they're rallying to not be a part of new healthcare uh, kind of legislation that says that they have to then pay for um, employees. No, for uh, contraception. Oh right, because right. It, it goes against their legal. Right. Uh, it goes against their religious beliefs. Uh. What the fuck is wrong with hobby? Like that's the most Indian. Like who the fuck cares? You know what I'm saying? Like this, is, but it's in the it's in the New York Times today. Like the fact that Hobby Lobby does it, it does, it's it's against the l- religious beliefs of people behind Hobby Lobby. Go fuck yourself, Hobby Lobby. Yeah. How what what makes them think that everyone that works for them or everyone in this country is their religion, or it even fucking matters that they don't believe in contraception. By the way, the, if you're pro life, greatest thing in the world, contraception, right? Yeah, yeah, you would think. And and like Frozen, you know this movie Frozen? Yeah. There's a bunch of the activists that are like. Well, it sends a gay message. What? Like, who the fuck cares about? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a, if you want to take a, take a, a, an educated and serious look at, you know, the idea of same sex marriage, and you have this really kind of uh, uh, specific and 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 educated view of, against same sex marriage, and you want to pr- present that in a way to Capitol Hill, so be it. I don't agree with you, but but to then waste time saying children shouldn't see Frozen because it's gay. Like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like no, I'm sure someone was on Capitol Hill last week who gave a very empowered speech uh, for the reasons uh, for 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 whatever movement for the gay rights uh, for or against. We don't hear about that. What we do hear about is a bunch well, of no, right wing no, like, no, no, like no. wackos talking about Frozen being gay. I think you're more complaining about the way media is delivered because I find good. Uh, you got to pick your poison. You got to look for it, but you have to you have to search. Well, wow, much more, much but at the more. Same of time, it. You're yeah. right, but at the same time, like no one's more. I mean, for the as far as like a regular civilian, I'm not. Yeah. I don't work for CNN. I don't work for. I, I, I'm not a journalist for for the New yeah, York Times. Right. I don't work for Vice. Right. For someone who just is a consumer of media, I'm about as tuned in as someone can yeah, be. Yeah, and most of, most of the stuff, and I don't you're, see that you're shit. Too, 
Well, you're too tuned in. You're tuned into the bullshit that's there to just capture a few eyes, you know, for a few minutes to so they can sell ads and still capture the eyes and still deliver the I information. Guess. I mean, it's a, it's a it, that's a function of the competition that's out there. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, like, look, I read legitimate papers every day. Read the New York Times. I do New every New single York day. Times has a pretty good, pretty good survey of reasonably good thought, right? I feel like New York Times. I, I'm like. There are days when I read the entire paper and go, I can't believe I can okay, read this entire paper and get nothing that, out of it. I, that to me is stunning. The fact that Frozen Gay movie lady, that, but that was they, not in New Utah, York Times. was that it New York was. Times? But, and the it, fact, it, but the fact that, like, we don't collectively as a, a group, like even like like uh, Christian right wingers go, all right, shut up. Yeah. Like like the fact that it catches wind, you know what I'm saying? The, that's what's really wrong. Is that? Well, it, what's, if, a, what's if amazing? You and I wanted to yeah, get what's uh, amazing, a scientist to talk about climate change. He's resound, he or she is resoundingly shot down. But you want to say uh, you want to like make some country song about how I'll drive whatever car I want. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always celebrated for the fucking meaningless, well, like, what, what's superficial a, what's, bullshit. Right. What's amazing is that things that would otherwise have been considered a withering into superstition or myth is now presented as news right. and fact. And that's the part that's so disturbing. What otherwise should should have been not even relegated to the back pages, but just sort of passed over. The, I mean, it, the fact it, that, that, look, families are talking about, there's this, like, this stink about gay, Frozen being having a gay I agenda. Okay, that. There, There's a stink about it. My point is, is like, no one makes a stink about every single week there's an action movie we're like 80 people get blown to pieces. I know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, le- there's another good story for you you'll like. Last time I was driving, I listened to the BBC on the way home at night. Yeah. Okay? And that's it, Big Black Cock Radio, yeah. BBC. That's your. That's what you're. I'm used to. If you put that in your BBC, phone, yeah, that's what will come up. Okay. No doubt. Right. Your well, am phone. I, am I wrong? Now, the rest of our phone, the British Broadcasting Company will come up. So uh, I'm. I last night they had this big UN conference about climate change. You mentioned climate change. Yeah. Right? Um, it's it's I think indisputable that the climate is changing, right? We right. agree on that. Sure. It, what is debated is whether or not humans have caused this or are contributing to it. Hang on. Okay. Uh, the climate changes a lot through history. The recent acceleration. I think I think we can agree, for the sake of argument, humans are at least contributing, if not causing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So climate's changing. That's in, un, un, that you can't debate that. It's just a fact. Uh, humans contributing. All right. Probably. Uh, now the UN did you read the New York Times say where that big study came out? It just predicted famine and flood. Sure, yeah. Well, like the, essentially climate apocalypse. Right. Was, so yeah. here's the comedy. So I'm listening to the BBC and they go, "We're, we're going to have one of the lead scientists on who's going to talk about this incredible study and those dramatic findings." And the guy comes on and goes, "Extremely bright man." You could tell he knew what he was talking about. And he goes, "He goes, well, I just want you to know." Uh, heavy British accent, and he goes, uh, "Yes, yes, climate's changing. Yes, we're probably contributing, but uh, this UN, uh, this UN conclusions, complete nonsense, complete and utter uh, dr- over dramatizations. I do not, uh, I do not uh, sign off on this hyperbole. I've, I've dismissed myself. I've called. I'm off the committee now. I've resigned." And I just want you to know the, that, yes, there will be problems, but it's largely due to lack of good uses of resources, horrible governments, and the inability to solve these problems that are solvable. Sure. Because governments won't do it. There's no resiliency, no, no sort of collective uh, uh, d- desire, collective uh, uh, motivation. Know, motivation to do it. And, and, the, and the, uh, third, the, the underserved countries are going to really suffer. Everyone else is going to be just fine. Yeah. I thought, 
Wow, that's interesting. And the BBC guys were like, oh, oh well, oh, oh, okay. So I guess, well, I guess, I guess it isn't that dramatic that I got, or is it? Or you, I'm confused. Like the point is, everything is over dramatized for effect, for effect, to, to get their money, to get their point across, and really, for it's really unusual to have something that is really. We all know it when something really bad is happening. But you I, know what I'm saying I, I'm under the impression that the people that matter really do know. And they're they're almost being stifled. No, like I, I'm no. not one of these conspiracy theory guys that believes like the oil companies are. No, killed. whatever but makes I, it into the, now whatever the gets where, into the headline. Yeah, take a, take a circumspect. So just look at a headline. Just go. Well, first reason that's there is to sell papers or get but, First reason that's it. Okay. Now look behind it and go. In spite of that dramatization or whatever they needed to do to get the damn headlines. Is there anything worthwhile? I'm factual saying here? that the polar ice cap's melting at a rate that, uh, yeah, and, and that bad. Greenland is going to be gone essentially. In in, in uh, they're like not an saying that. Even the even the I'm that, that isn't in the headlines though. That's what is bothersome. Yeah. If listen, if there was just like that's like saying uh, the MH370, they're hiding it somewhere. That's a conspiracy. They're yeah. just hiding it. They they put that thing down somewhere in the jungle and they're just not telling us. That's all. Yeah. Not likely. Imagine not likely. how like much of a brain fuck it would be. If you were like a contractor or like a maid, yeah, okay, like a housekeeper for like a like a like a terrorist or a drug traficante, and he got shot by a sniper, yeah, like imagine how crazy that would feel. What? Like I'm not talking about if you were a terrorist as well and you're like planning to bomb something. What are you talking like, about? What if you were building like a pool house for for like Carlos the Jackal? All right, right. And you're you're just a normal dude, and you're like, uh, Mister Carlos, I am here with these schematics. Uh, this is uh, how we're going to lay down the sod here. And his head just blows up. No sound, no nothing. Okay. Like, imagine how crazy that would be. Did you just change topics on me completely? Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds terrible. I was just thinking about, like, sniper Did murder. you see that picture that, that Anderson was walking around with last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't sleep last night thinking about that. Really? Thing. Not a that... dude whose his face got hit by a, 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 a fully... A wing of a plane. A wing, but not a plane, a jet fighter. I mean, that makes a big difference. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, something going... it wasn't a Cessna... He was on an aircraft carrier, and an, and yeah. a jet plane was landing. Yeah, and he stood up when he should have been crouching, and it, the wing, obliterated his head. Yeah, it, his it, head is ra- literally wrapped around the wing. Yeah, literally. He's, like in Beetle, there's a scene in Beetlejuice where Gina Gershon, yeah. Gina Davis, and Alec Baldwin pull their faces apart. Yeah. to try to scare the. Yeah, it, it his fucking mouth and on both sides got split by a a, a thousand mile an hour plane wing. Yeah. And it just obliterated his face. It didn't pulverize it. It stretched it out around the wing. It's crazy. But it, but it, it, it hit it fast enough and hard enough that, like, blood and guts were gone. It was just skin. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it is weird. And it 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 just bothered me all night. I wasn't, like, upset. I wasn't aware I was upset, but it kept, like, bothering me all night long. So where did – can we talk to him? No. He's not listening? No, he doesn't listen. Oh, yeah. Where did you get that picture? Where did you get that picture of the guy's head got in the wing? Uh, Tyler White. Yeah, where did he get? <laughs> What's that? He got it from the internet. Oh Jesus, that's helpful. If people wanted to see this, where would they see it? I would start googling like head wing, yeah, <laughs> inside out, yeah, head not to, wing. Not to laugh because it's it's horrific. But there's gonna, the, there's gonna be a picture that, of Paul McCartney getting blown in <laughs> 1978. I was saying it bothered me all night. It was it was something I kept thinking about during you the night. You know what? I kind of regret showing you, and I showed the entire band last night too. And it's it's not. Graphic in the sense that it's like all gory because all the blood's been wiped away. But yeah. I, it's one of those things I can't get out of my head. Right. It, it, I kept thinking about it during the night. It was a very strange. Kind of like those you guys are pussies. Kind of like those beheadings that were cruising around. Like that I, really I couldn't get I out of my head. Not, yeah, I, I actually I really did have nightmares about that. Yeah. 
Those went away. So, so let's thanks. not send people over to it. No, it was just interesting. He wanted to hear about fucking assholes. Sure. Uh, all right. Let, let me first talk about people who are definitely not assholes. In fact, there are saviors. Oh. Amazon. Oh. Amazon, right, Drew? Click through. Amazon banner. Podcast1.com. You go to the Mike and Drew section, mm-hmm. and you click through on the banner, like Drew said. Then you can bookmark and everything. Everything you, you're you already going to shop at Amazon. I bought yes, spark I plugs mm-hmm. and, and estrogen-blocking uh, uh, herbs Why? today. Why? Because I feel like it could be beneficial to me. Are you taking some testosterone-enhancing products, too? No, I'm not. But I've been reading a lot about how uh, natural things like uh, through like uh, characteristics found in uh, things like broccoli and cabbage and things, yeah. cruciferous vegetables, can actually help with uh, health. You know, help increase healthy uh, estrogen metabolism. Metabolism. Like what specifically? DIM is a, a the. But do what? Listen, I, I'm trying to talk about fucking Amazon. Well, no, we're doing Swole Patrol for a second here. Come, so. Not until I get done with Amazon. We'll finish. I'm saying, people, you're already going to shop at Amazon. I bought estrogen di- uh, metabolites and spark plugs. Metabolites? Yeah. So you're taking estrogen? No, estrogen fucking... Listen, I'll show you the product. All right. You just let me finish. All right. Jesus H. Christ. Listen, they get it. It's click through Amazon. Go to Amazon. Amazon say... But and don't let me go down this road because I have to do. Mike says fuck you, Anderson. Go ahead, hit the. Wait, no, no, no. All right, I've got to look this shit up. What, no, you say fuck you, Anderson. While I look this up. What's it called? Cock in your ass. Come on, come on. He's a loner and a social miscreant, but he's got one heck of a party smile. Now, Mike Catherwood says f you. Before you say that, what's the stuff called? F you, women who are successful and 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 rich. And are trying to outlaw the word bossy. Take my cock and choke on it, you fucks. How on earth do you think that someone being call- calling a woman bossy really... This all feeds back to my original point, Drew. Yeah. Focusing on the insignificant. I'm sure that there are plenty of women around this country who really deal with chauvinism. Who really have m- sincere inequality. Who don't get jobs that they should because of men, they're, they're women. Who don't get promotions that they should because they're women. Who don't get opportunities in life because they are women. And I'm supposed to be told by Beyonce and, and Jennifer Garner not to use the word bossy? Suck my cock! <laughs> All right, Fuck good. you! Good one. Good one. Thank you. D-I-M, Dr. Drew. D-I-M. I'm looking it up. Middle-aged men and women experience changes in hormone production and metabolism resulting in excess estrogen action. Yeah, it's mostly lower testosterone, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm starting to recognize, for, at least from this, your cursory studies I've done, that a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, hormone optimization isn't just about increasing testosterone. It's also about— This is true. Here, listen to this. In overweight men, meaning really overweight— yeah. I'm not uh, that. Testosterone is increasingly converted to estrogen by aromatase and Yeah, I know estrogen. about aromatase. Right, That's, but that's all in adipose tissue. This corresponds to a time in which estrogen accumulates in the prostate gland. So what? That protects it. Uh, no. No. Estrogen is believed to contribute to benign prostatic hypertrophy, but may reduce the risk of prostate cancer. See? Uh, so should I try this? The, that's up to you. What will it do for me? I find it to be helpful in controlling excess estrogen, which is produced How by— How do you know we have excess by, Because I had blood work done so that right before I uh, had a baby. Because they had to find out because I have I need to give my wife some shot because of some shit that happens in my blood. Progesterone. Oh yeah, and and so I got this panel and I I I feel like I can control my estrogen a little better. My testosterone's through the roof. 
How do you know your uh, that may be why your estrogen is up? I agree. Estrogen. But there's healthy ways. I, I agree. Too little estrogen is a bad thing. Yeah. But too much is also a bad thing. Hmm. And this is look. They're talking about properties that are that are isolated from broccoli and cabbage. We're not talking about massive amounts of something that's going to be you know rocking my hormone profile. Hmm. You sure? Yes. So we should try this. I already use it. How long have you been using it? Just four or five months. And what's it do for you? I do definitely you feel, feel. I definitely feel like when I'm hypocaloric, it helps me kind of regulate my mood, and not get so edgy and pissy. And I also feel like my uh, desire for simple sugars is a little bit lower. I is definitely diindole methane, right? Yeah, DIM. Do you take any particular one? I take the uh, Garden of. I think it's Garden. Of, I have to see a picture of it to know which one. This one? Uh, no, no. Uh, and. I would think you'd be looking for like increased energy and and strength and sexual energy. You know, yeah, that kind. Of, um, honestly, that honestly, it's more about like anti aging health, overall health. I'm not into like Swole Patrol stuff anymore. I really am not. No, I know you're not. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. anyway, interesting, very interesting. Yeah. I I've known for a long time cruciferous vegetables help with male uh, things like Brazil nuts, uh, pumpkin seeds. Cruciferous vegetables are very helpful to all men of any age, their, their hormone profile. In order to receive the levels of DIM to truly make it a, a, a substantial difference, you would have to eat like seven t- pounds of broccoli a day. So right. that's why I, I supplement with something. These huh. are the type of things I supplement with. Because I am from the same school as you, Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. Anything you, sub- you shouldn't supplement with anything that you can get from a solid, mm-hmm. healthy diet. Mm-hmm. There are some things that you just cannot achieve especially nowadays where food by and large has been robbed of a lot of its nutrients mm-hmm. things like but for the most part of i eat so much kale and so much uh healthy dairy and so many of the uh, fruits and vegetables i don't really supplement with vitamin c or calcium or any of these things and i also get a lot of sunlight so i don't feel the need to supplement with a lot of stuff yeah but there are certain things like certain healthy fats that i feel like i'm robbed. i told you the uh was it in the journal or Annals of internal medicine had an article called enough is enough about uh, vitamin supplementation for yeah, people that are otherwise healthily I agree. nourished. I don't think you need it to be healthy, but I don't feel like that's – I don't feel like that's a sincere study in that it doesn't create optimization. Does that make sense to you? I feel like it was you're looking right. at You health don't risks. need to go spend it was money at cancer on, and cardiovascular health. Right. Yeah. I don't – I agree. Of course, who am I to argue with real doctors and scientists? Mm. I don't think you need to buy a multivitamin to be healthy. Mm-hmm. What I do think is that if you live a, a aggressive, exceptional lifestyle, which I qualify as, uh, I do think to optimize your health above and beyond the average bloke, there are certain things that you can take. Right. You know, not over the not you know medications, certain herbal or nutritional supplements that do help you optimize your performance mentally, emotionally, and physically. They also have chrysin in here. Yes. Are you taking that too? Uh, I think the, the product I take has chrysin inside. Hmm. What's that supposed to do for you? Uh, help me not fart as much? That's not working. My farts don't stink as bad. Good for you. Hmm. Is it this? Uh, let me see. Nope, 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 nope. I'm interested. Nope. This. <clears throat> Nature's Way Dim Plus. Hmm. The one right there. Hmm. That's what I take. No Christ. Oh, it does smell. Yeah, that, that does smell. That's stinky. Bad. That smells like shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think that was an excellent podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Is it over already? Do you think you could beat up all the TV doctors? 
Um, you know, I'm, my neck and shoulder is such a mess right now, and yeah. I can beat up anybody. I think I could if I were in peak form. Although Phil's huge, a guy. Yeah, the, oh, and Phil's kind of mean. Like he, he yeah. probably has a mean streak. Yeah, yeah. And he's a big fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fat either. Like mm. just big. Uh, oh, I mean, he's, he could stand to lose a few, uh, but he's one of those guys you could tell came out of the womb to be big. big he guy, wasn't yeah. just like he's yeah. not like my dad. I mean, Oz is a tiny guy. Sanjay's yeah. tiny. Yeah, but do so. you, does Sanjay know any fucking crazy Indian martial so. arts? I don't think okay. so. He doesn't swing club bells and and, and do Hindu squats. I saw your dog today with all his bells around. Yeah, my dog straight up. Insane kettlebells. Insane kettlebell What were you doing with all those kettlebells? They're just in my front yard. Like they, they, they sit on their little pad so I can go out and do some Turkish get-ups and kettlebell swings. How often do you do that? Uh, I try to do the either the kettlebell swing or the Turkish get-up every day. Nice. Yeah. There are certain exercises that I believe go above and beyond uh, creating muscular power, strength, or endurance. Mm-hmm. They're, they're overall well-being exercises. Oh, sure. And uh, Turkish get-up and ke- the kettlebell swing are both of those. I, I believe I believe strongly in a in the health God, of your still smells the health of your, your lower health. back and your and your glutes <sighs> is uh, really important to like things like posture, especially for sure. guys like you and I who end up sitting yeah. more than we want yeah. to. Yeah. So I like to keep my hammies and my glutes and my blow back swole. Jesus Christ! I Way to get out of this room. Does it smells that bad? It's still bad. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's award winning for you. Thanks. Well done. All right. Thank you to everybody team. who listened. I'm gonna get some dim. All right. I told you, bitch. Like, you always make fun. But I turn you on to certain things that are hormone optimization. Uh, tribulus, I think, was a bad idea. I never told you to take Tribulus. Yeah. I told you Makuna, Purians. What's that? That's one of the things that I feel like really works. It's a testosterone enhancer? Yeah. But you don't like it because you're... I you're, worry about it. Yeah. I worry this, this shit's going to cause cancer. Well, we're going next level. All right. 1-800... Or, ne- never mind. I love you guys. Good night. I'll